Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm doing the show with Sue Timberlake. Hey there. Hey. And John Roberts is uh, actually <laughs> back in person with us. Excellent. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I crossed your wires last week, man. Um, so, uh, anyway, we are uh, here to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, some of which is going to be, uh, I don't know, uh, incendiary. Oh, no, actually, I don't like that pun. No, never mind. Sorry. I take that back. Dude. Yeah. No, I I, I was like, nope, nope. Wrong thing to say. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with us and let us know what you think about what we're talking about or what we're not talking about, because we're always interested in actually discussing things that uh, interest our listeners. So uh, you can email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, uh, which is our own dedicated website with recordings of previous episodes and supplementals and all kinds of good stuff like that. And we love to hear from you about that. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's also where John posts uh, the, in the show notes. There's links to things we talk about and so forth. So, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of back to the 60s yeah there's for yeah me. there's a lot of big stuff that's happened uh just in this past week but i think um i think actually following up on the the discussion you and i had last week about values and how they how we display them in public life and the way they shape uh how we live as a society and so forth um back to the 60s indeed with the uh, uh, shocking self-sacrifice, I guess, the political sacrifice uh, by setting himself on fire of uh, Aaron Bushnell. Uh, was last was, was it Monday? Is it that recent? Anyway, within the past week since our last show uh, by Aaron Bushnell uh, in front of the Israeli embassy. He was, um, was he in the service? Uh, he actually was yeah. an active duty uh, airman in the Air Force, yes. Yeah. Um, he's uh, 25 or 26 years old. Um, I'm not a, I don't know a ton about him. Uh, he, uh, I don't know that he had like, uh, you know, a wife or family or anything like that. I mean, obviously he had parents. Um, and he seems to have been active in, uh, I, I've seen some uh, people talking about how he was apparently like active in like, you know, anarchist political discussions on Reddit and things like that, which I got to say, fascinating to have joined the Air Force or any part of the U.S. military if you're an anarchist. I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes you want to make a difference. And That's true. I, army of one, so. Well, get yeah, it. Or uh, I don't know. I don't know what the Air Force's slogan is. Um, doesn't really matter. Um, <clears throat> Go Army, I think. <laughs> but what I, what I found particularly striking about this is that um, unlike in the 1960s, we have a, a number of people who feel very strongly about their political causes and are willing to uh, give their life uh, for it. But they do so through things like suicide bomb vests or, you know, they go start shooting up a place until the cops come and shoot them down, you know? And uh, 
that's sadly it seems to be a very American thing. Like, you know, kill people to make your point until they kill you. Um, and a lot of those people, of course, are right wingers, you know, because, you know, but uh, I, I, as a left winger, I have to say that. that, you know, they're they're in this in the 60s. They were anti-war. They were oh, absolutely. Yeah, the the weathermen, for example, on the was it the Liberation Army? No, the Symbionese Liberation yeah. Army. Yeah. I, well, I mean, they were just gang bank robbers with a with a cover story, I think. But yeah, whatever. They're they're awful. I don't know. People people have I, their views. Well, you were alive then, and I wasn't. So, oh, or I was only a very small child. So, I will defer to your rem- <laughs> remembrance of the book. I, I just remember reading about you know Patty Hearst and you yeah, know being I had kidnapped. Friends and- in the SDS, and they were pretty serious about you yeah. Know, Fighting, um, fighting the police over this yeah. stuff. So, but this is um, not well, obviously it's not passive exactly because he killed himself, but it is. I think it was a monk, the the famous one in there, Vietnam. There were a number of monks and yeah. and Buddhist nuns in Vietnam who killed themselves. The first one, I think, was like live on TV. But somebody or did, like yeah, that, but, but somebody yeah. did it here in DC. That was the the yes. one I'm remembering. So yeah, yeah, I can't remember her name, but yeah. yeah. So um, it's a shocking. I think it was a heat. It's a shocking step because. Um, you know, he didn't hurt anybody else. He he cared enough about this to 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 give his life for it but he did it in a way that didn't harm anyone else and didn't really endanger anyone else you know because he was out in the middle of a of a paved area um and he did it in a way that makes it clear like i don't know if you've seen the video uh the only video i've seen fortunately is blurred out the actual horrifying moments but yeah i didn't watch it i didn't try yeah. to watch it but he he walks he you know he he records it on his phone and he's 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 walking calmly to uh the driveway in front of the israeli embassy in washington dc and he says you know uh i don't want to i don't remember his exact words but he's he's like i don't want to support genocide uh, I don't want to, you know, th- I hate to have to do this, but this is the reality that, you know, our ruling class has made for us. This is, this is what needs to happen because I don't want to be party to genocide anymore. And then he douses himself and he lights it and he, he starts, he's shouting free Palestine until, yeah. until he can't. Um, and as a, as a side note, well, a number, well, some cops come up and are hitting him with fire extinguishers to put him out. There's one cop who's just standing there pointing a gun at him the whole time. Like going to shoot him from right, like, exactly. a disturbance. Ex- yeah. Well, or just like, <laughs> I got him covered, you know? And, and actually the first, the oh first cop God. on the scene says, I, we need fire extinguishers, not guns. And I was like, yeah, yeah well, that, that says a lot about uh, how we handle things here in America these days. But yeah. just to me, it's, it's, it's a shock to the conscience in kind of the same way that, for example, John Brown was like, this is, I, I, you know, wow. Someone who feels this passionately about this and he's acting in a way it's like, you know, human life is valuable and we shouldn't be killing people. And so I'm not going to kill anyone else. I'm going to put my own life in danger. And he, he, he you know, he he did die of his injuries. Yeah. To, to make the point, to, to force you to pay attention. And I've seen some people talking about how, like, oh, this is a sign that he was mentally ill and whatever. And 
I think you'd have to say the same thing about Navalny then, because he was very patriarch and right. courageous. Right. And if you want to make everybody who doesn't think like you are, you know, somehow defective. Right. You know, that's 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 pretty horrible. Well, and um, <laughs> right. If yeah, and I, well, and actually, uh, uh, just our listeners, you know, if you are feeling depressed, if you're feeling miserable, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like you know, maybe, you know, you want to unalive yourself, please don't. The world needs you. There are resources out there, which John will put in the show notes or whatever, like places to go, hotlines to call. Please reach out uh, your family and your friends. They love you and they'd miss you terribly. And I'm sure that they, they miss Mr. Bushnell terribly too. Um, so Sorry, go ahead, John. Mark. The, uh, just in general, one... Uh, if you would like the if if you were thinking about harming yourself or uh committing suicide we can say that it's the radio it's not tiktok okay well i just um you know i please we, don't <laughs> i i understand but um this is very serious uh, yes and uh just i can put some resources in the in the show notes but if anybody's listening right now the easiest thing is to, to dial 998 that is oh, a I national um Suicide Prevention or Crisis Hotline. Thank Just you. like 911, it's 998, and you'll be connected with someone. But there is, for our listeners in the area, there is a crisis hotline uh, that I I will look it up, and I will say it on the air later. I can't remember. It's the last number. It's five. It's, it's through. Thank um, you, John. Yeah, you can through look a up. local. It's through a local service. It is very helpful. I can attest. So, uh, but yes, if you if you are feeling like that, please call, speak to someone, um, seek help. Uh, it's not a it's not a bad thing. It's not a, a sign of weakness. It is a no. sign of strength and strength. knowing yeah. that you do need help. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, Mr. Bushnell, um, I have looked up like uh, some of his background. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend has has said that she didn't think that he was mentally ill. There's nothing that I can find that sh- that's showing anything definitively. He was actually raised in. Um, Orleans, New Orleans. No, Orleans, Mass. Yeah, on oh, the he's Cape. From here, he's a yeah. Cape, Cape guy. He grew up here in the isolated Christian community of Jesus Compound. So he was raised. Wow. Um, but he with convictions. Yeah, with Clearly. yeah, definitely. He was trained as a client systems technician, um, and after basically he he in uh. Oh, and he um got a degree in from the Southern New New Hampshire U- University. Okay. Um, SNU. Basically, he he gravitated more uh towards anti-imperialistic and um questioning the military more as he was in the military, and especially after the murder of George Floyd. Mm. Um, that kind of put him on more uh he was more open about his objections in the military a reddit account and this i'm reading off the wikipedia page um a reddit account attributed to bushnell denounced israel as a settler colonialist apartheid state and posted a comment stating that there are no israeli 
civilians, quote unquote, who are not involved in the oppression of Palestine. Okay. Strong well, words. So uh, all guilty in his perspective. Well, and I agree, disagree with that statement. Yeah, I think he. I think when when he's saying that, it's like when I said, um, all, all cops are complicit. I, um, okay. But it's not. But that is. But he was very mad. Obviously, he had very strong convictions. I don't know if I agree with all of it, but that is. Well, I mean, did you see the street protests in Israel where the cops were, were beating people up because they were protesting the war in Gaza? No. I yeah, read was... about things. I try not to watch them, honestly. Well, I mean, did you hear about it? Yeah, um, that, that happened. Uh, no, I, I actually didn't hear about that. Um, but anyway, uh, his his protest uh, seems to be very um, self-directed. And uh, he he didn't seem like I haven't found anything that said he had um, mental illness. He was just this is, you know, this is important to him. Yeah, it's yeah. it was very important to him, and it's important to everybody. And we're talking about it, which yeah. he's been effective. In that's some the ways. point. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. So anyway, nine nine eight. If if you, again, thank you, genre. Well, you know, so I I think. I think, you know, him trying to shock our collective conscience uh, about what are we doing in supporting um, Israel, um, I mean, just uh, yesterday, was it, or the day before, like 100 people were killed and hundreds of others injured? 700 injured. Right. They were trying to get to a food, food. Re- trucks with, with food relief. <coughs> and me. Go ahead. And the Israelis, ju- you know, Israeli soldiers just opened fire. Um, and it's as a result of, uh, that, uh, those killings that now today, President Biden has announced that we'll be airdropping supplies into Gaza, which is about, you know, about damn time. Uh, Jordan's been doing it for weeks. Right. I wrote to every one of our, um, Senate and yeah. House folks and suggested that they be raising bombers which is what they called them during Berlin because they right. dropped raisins to the kids. But yeah, I even if it's not effective, you know, it's something... It's less effective, certainly. Than, but it than, gets to a lot of people that it wouldn't get to from the road because the roads are very limited. Yeah. And actually, I think they uh, Jordan dropped some in the sea by mistake and people were in the sea trying to exactly. get it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and as I... And some went into Israel. Jordan was very distressed because it, it went over, the wind took it, mm. and it went over the line and went into Israel. It's like, no. Nah. Well, you know, as I've been mentioning for months now, from at least from time to time, you know, like another thing we could do since we have, you know, a strong U.S. naval presence in the Mediterranean, we could send one of our U.S. Navy hospital ships there. There's thousands of people with serious traumatic injuries that could benefit from, you know, excellent medical care. I think like Israel the U.S. Navy them, can provide. I think Israel has them blockaded from the sea. That's what I heard at sure, one point. I don't but, know if it's still true, but uh, well, they they have. That's been true for decades. But uh, you know, uh, if the U.S. like, I, I'm pretty sure the U.S. Navy can can get in there, uh, even if Israel doesn't want them to. Although Biden doesn't want to push it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, Northampton just passed a resolution. I don't usually agree with them passing all these resolutions and doing all this other stuff because, you know, there's other things they should be doing. But it's uh, basically one of, I think, three cities that have called for a ceasefire in Massachusetts. Hmm. So well, that happened this last week. So I'm I'm curious, and I don't I don't know, maybe the, maybe you don't have like a 
you know, profound insight or something you want to share. But just before we move away from Mr. Bushnell and, um, you know, the, the stark example he's setting and, you know, how much do you care? And, you know, what do you, what are your, what are, what are my personal values and what are our collective values and whatever? Like, I have a sense of how this is playing off among lefties like me, you know, some plenty of whom are like, well, you know, we shouldn't be talking about somebody who was clearly mentally ill. And I'm like, you can, you can talk about a lot of things about this man, but like, this is clearly motivated by a, a sense of politics and, uh, uh, you know, values. And if it's motivated by despair, it's motivated by sort of a, a despair about society and our, how we function as, as people. But how is this, how is he being talked about, you know, in Republican circles? You know? I haven't heard boo actually. Really? Yeah. Um, I have cousins that are Democrats and I've talked to them about it, but I haven't heard a word from any of my peers that I usually hang out with. So I have to, I have to circle back and ask them directly, but it hasn't been the topic of conversation. So. I mean, have the, I mean, has it been something people heard about? Because I certainly noticed like the, the initial press coverage was very much like man sets himself on fire in DC you know, and they wouldn't mention why until four paragraphs down and whatever. Yeah. Like certainly the initial coverage. I think they've they've revised their online articles, but I remember like the day of the New York Times's coverage didn't actually talk about what he why he did what he did until you know they probably wanted to but, verify. Yeah, like he had to page down, and there was then a big ad on the screen, and then they talked about his motivations. Yeah. Well, sometimes they want to wait and verify just because things aren't quite accurate at first and they wanted to, but it was clear what, what he if was If you saw doing. the video, which, which he posted to, you know, he streamed it live on Twitch and he, he sent it to people so that they would get it out there. Yeah. Um, you know, he says flat out, this is what he's doing. This is about, you know, I, you know, not being party to genocide and free Palestine. I mean, those were his last words. I think that's, it's fairly clear what his perspective was. Yeah. Well, and when it happened in Vietnam, it was a real showstopper because yeah. things like that didn't really make the news that way. And in some ways, it's a brilliant move because on his part, because it's undeniable. Yeah. It's it's not it's not subject to fact checks and all kinds of things. You know, it's really quite quite a statement. It's like Navalny, you know, yeah. going back to Russia when he knew they would kill him eventually. And they, yeah. I saw something that he was tortured, or, or, by or, the way. Or Dr. King, you know, like the night before he was uh, murdered uh, at the, I can't remember the name of the hotel. Yeah. There's a civil rights museum there now. Yeah. He uh, gave in, this speech. I might not get Memphis. to the mountain yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. The mountaintop. And it's like, like that is an, eerily prophetic thing to say the night before he was murdered. Well, he's probably getting a lot of threats. Oh, he, he certainly knew that he was in danger. And if he'd been uh, alive Lorraine. another 10 years, it still would have been an entirely apt thing to say, but oh my God. Sorry. Uh, the Lorraine Hotel. Thank you. Um, the Lorraine Hotel. Yes. Um, Motel, actually. Sorry. My yeah, bad. Well, it, there's a National Civil Rights Museum there now. and You know that uh, that's where I got, uh, I ordered my Black Lives Matter t-shirts from them. Oh, so supported them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, them. well, that sounds good. Yeah. You know. Yay, look, I bought things for a good cause. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of that, I had a write, writer wing, I'll call a writer wing friend, um, mm -hmm. ask me about why I had a Black Lives Matter sign in my in the front of my house. Because they do. <laughs> and, and I said... Because half my family's black, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think they realize that about me. 
And then they said um, something like, yeah, but, but why do you have a sign in front of your house? I was thinking, I don't understand. You know, I, it was, it was an odd conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, even still, why would you do that? It's like, oh my God. (laughs) And we're such, we're so stuck in our ruts. Yeah. You know, and I go out of my way to try and talk like you guys do. You try and talk to people who feel differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's eye opening because it's like, it doesn't make any sense as a human to another. I, yeah. Yeah. It's like if I had a free Palestine sign in front of my house, which I happen to not yeah. have, although I've been considering it. Um, me too. Yeah. But if somebody asked me why I have it there, I shouldn't say because my family's Palestinian. I mean, I could, I can't say that because they're no. not. It doesn't, that's the reason they're kind of looking for. Do you know what I mean? They, they I think do. that you're self interested, which on the virtue of selfishness, I guess I understand why, but I just was shocked by it, I, that it was like the follow-up. Yeah, but still, well, why would you like have the, that sign in it, front of your house? The, the discussion about Black Lives Matter, like, I'm amazed at this point that there are people who don't understand the point. Oh, I know what I was going to say about that. I forgot a little piece. She said, and I thought this was very interesting, she said a lot of that money got embezzled. And I said, I know it did. The women that started the organization were pure and and you know, pristine, but the guys that took over the organization are spending the money on trips and on dinner. You know, I happen to know yeah, yeah. this and it's like, but she knew it. She's right wing. And she, she knew that's what that she's the, heard. Yeah. That the newer, the newer group, you it's, know, you don't want to buy a, a sign it's, from. It's just, you know, but <laughs> like, Oh, they're only saying this because it's a grift. And it's like, no, it's yeah. like the, like the, the thing that got shouted back all the time when the people first started saying this and putting out signs and shirts and so forth was like, well, all lives matter. And it's like, yes, of course they do. That's the point. But black lives are more endangered the way we conduct ourselves in our society. That's why we need to emphasize that. We need to lift up people of color because they're in danger in a way that pale people like me I think we're going to get schooled in a minute here. Well, and it's the same logic of like Palestinian lives matter. It's been a really interesting conversation I was just watching. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, Palestinian lives matter. And when I say that, it's not like Israeli lives don't matter, but, you know, Israeli, you know, lives aren't endangered right now in the way that lives in Gaza are, of, of Palestinian people in Gaza are endangered right now. So, Save the lives of people, you know, save the kids in Gaza. And, you know, surely there's a way to do that without also, you know, committing a pogrom, another pogrom like October 7th. Surely there's some way to actually just care about human lives, regardless of what flavor they are. I, I was associated with a Harvard teaching hospital, mm-hmm. and um, we, we formed one of the early women's groups for the mental mm-hmm. health um, wing. And uh, the people that were behind it were really like national leaders and it was a whole big thing. You know what happened within three or four months? No. All the male psychiatrists wanted to start a men's group. Yeah. And they wanted equal space. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted the yeah. same resources. And it was like, <laughs> that's why I really don't want to have like a, a Women's History Month. Sure. It just annoys me. But anyway, yes. Sometimes you get such blowback, it's really sort of frightening. There is a Women's History Month. I know there is. I don't want there to be one. Oh, okay. I'd rather it just be, you know. Right. Just in the (laughs) same way, like, there's an International Women's Day and there's an International Men's Day. Yeah. But And there's a Mother's Day, so we need a Father's Day. Yeah. I just, I... 
I don't know. It's it's what is it? It's sort of whataboutism. It's yeah. just a little bit. It, you can't let anybody else have their day in the sun. You the just thing, can't. The, yeah, the thing that, that that I personally find so annoying about things like that uh, is like, oh, there's you know Black History Month or Women's History Month. And it's like, why isn't there White History Month? And it's like. If you want to take the time to actually reflect upon how whiteness and the concept of it has shaped history, has shaped our economy, has changed the the circumstances of your life, and reflect upon the particularities of that, uh, you know, and you know the privileges and 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 issues that have come with that, that's great. Do that. Who's gonna? But that is not that. That is so often not what it's about. They're basically just like we should have a White History Month so we can go back to not thinking about this stuff for a month. Okay, like, oh, uh, I'm gonna break in here. Please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a few minutes left. Yeah, in this half. I was gonna. Okay, please. Um, first, it's not being stuck in a rut. Who? It's. I'm going back. I'm yeah, 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 a yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. It's not being stuck in a rut. Like when someone says like, oh, what, why are you putting it aside? It's just being a jerk. Or ignorance. You don't think it's ignorance sometimes? No. Because it's 2024. It's been four years. Hmm. They, they've had time to be, you know, adults and look up what, what's going on. Why people say Black Lives Matter. How long, how long was it? When, was it like in 2020? No, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> be an adult. <laughs> And look up and Google's free, you know, mm. like you can find. So ding if you don't want to use Google. Well, they're vintage. They may not go online I don't very care. much. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's 2024. If you don't know how to use Google to look up things and and figure out what sources are not trash, then I don't have a lot of respect. I think there's you a lot of elderly learn. that don't don't do any of then that. Then they don't care. That's not caring. No, they watch the news all the time. They don't they care. just they're just they're afraid of computers. They don't care. I kind of agree with, with, I with don't genre care. there. There's 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 way too many news sources that are just using like the what is the point of black lives? I got Matter? a few minutes. And it's like they'll tell you if you actually listen. <laughs> I got a few minutes. Please, go ahead. <laughs> You're gonna burn them up. So I don't care. I don't care how old you are at this point because the people that I I will accept that were afraid of computers are 90 now. <laughs> she might be. <laughs> then I don't I don't know, she's not. <laughs> I she's, she she might be close. If she's I, in I her 80s asked. then she's good. I'm saying people like my grandma that are turning 100 right now. Like they the when the silent generation ends <laughs> then the greatest generation can use computers. So anybody that doesn't know about it and can't have a conversation about it, I, mm, anyway, um, ugh, Black History Month, Women's History Month, like, well, actually going back to your selfishness thing, I can understand when, when you talk about the value of self selfishness when it comes to like economics and stuff, but when it comes to people and caring if they're hurt or not, then I just don't understand. Mm. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, if someone's being hurt more than other people because of something that they can't control, then that's caring about that is not is not like you shouldn't be selfish about that. I I don't understand that. It's not being a proper human being in my in my 
um, estimation. The last thing I wanted to say is when you're talking about like Women's History Month and Men's History Month and everything like that, there are reasons to have a Father's Day and a Mother's Day. Um, there are reasons to have, especially for like single fathers and and bringing light to to fatherhood because honestly, um, there's not enough. Fatherhood is very important, um, especially to young boys, uh, especially to different cultures. It's very important. Should it overshadow women's women like Mother's Day? No, it should be separate, and they're separate by a month. Men's Men's Health Awareness Month is vitally important because it because those sorts of things you need you need you need to to make sure that people know about white history month should not exist because whiteness is dumb <laughs> it's dumb you're right are you're you not irish are you are you british are you what are like there are well they're scottish yeah, yeah they'd all be after you if you put them in the same bucket if you want to have an irish history month go ahead I, irish history is fascinating hmm. If you want to have a uh, an Italian History Month, like people people use like Columbus Day, people use Columbus Day for like Italian uh, Italian like day. Cool, Italian Italy has a fascinating culture and really interesting stuff going on. Whiteness is nothing. It's whiteness is a is just like all lives matter. That's why it was created mm -hmm. because black people were like, hey, we're black people. And then white people want to say, well, we're different and better. So we're going to say white instead of because Irish people weren't white until they were just accepted into the club. Yep. The hell. Same so Italians. Exactly. So the. When people say I want a white history month, that is completely dumb. It is dumb. If someone says I am Irish, I want an Irish history month, go ahead. Or like a straight history month mm. <laughs> or something. You want to examine the the aspects of liking other like like a some someone that is not the same gender as you. Cool. But you have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing you have to build and have the organization and and say like we're going to do this and then have a good reason why. Anyway, Black Lives Matter, Palestinian yes. Lives Matter, yes. and in it's mostly because they are minor minority group, both of them, and it's really too bad that we have to actually have Black History Month mm -hmm. or uh, Black Lives Matter. It's I don't like it. I don't like that we have it, but we we do, and it is actually important. I agree with that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Jamra has, uh, has, has, has told us what's up, so now we're going to play. I have spoken. Jamra Damas. We all praise. Yeah, we praise John Praise Adamus. John Adamus. And uh, well, we're going to do that uh, off air for a moment while we play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs. We'll be back with more of the wisdom of John Radamus and Sue and whatever the heck comes out of my mouth in just a couple of minutes. God, that shrug was amazing. It's too bad this is radio. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. 
Valley Free Radio is a proud member of Pioneer Valley Local First. Pioneer Valley Local First, encouraging people to think local so they buy and bank local first. Pioneer Valley Local First also works to encourage companies in a friendly way to be socially, locally, and environmentally responsible. Thank you, Pioneer Valley Local First, for your support. My name is Ed Malachowski, and my music show is called Nine Volt Heart. It features folk, bluegrass, and an alternative country music with a special focus on artists coming to town. Tune in Saturday evenings from 5 to 7 for in-studio guests and long-form interviews with those artists. Daddy inside a bar So he sat and let the radio take him far away Hi, I'm Jack Frisch. Join me on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Downbeat. The show features classic, modern, and avant-garde jazz, interviews, new releases, and who's performing in the area this week. As an art director and designer in jazz for over 24 years, I've worked with the greatest artists of our time who will be guests on the show. So tune in on Tuesdays for The Downbeat, your source for jazz in the Pioneer Valley. Did you know that when you recycle bottles, cans, and paper, you help the planet and the local economy? Western Mass operates its own materials recycling facility, the Springfield Materials Recycling Facility, or MRF, where recyclables are sorted and prepared for sale to manufacturers. MRF employs local people, and by providing a local delivery site, saves money for local communities. Learn more at springfieldmrf.org. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Take the time to recycle, because we only have water. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Massachusetts now requires you to recycle fluorescent and other mercury-containing bulbs. A tiny amount of mercury is an essential element in energy-efficient lighting. But when you throw these bulbs in the trash, they can break and release mercury into the environment. Do your part. Keep mercury out of the environment. Recycle used fluorescent bulbs. For convenient recycling solutions, visit LampRecycle.org or ALMR.org. Homeowners, visit Earth911.org for a drop-off center near you. Brought to you by the National Electrical Manufacturers Association. This is Professor Howard Zinn. The independent, non-commercial radio station you're listening to is really important in the maintenance of democracy. Thomas Jefferson once said, an informed democracy will behave in a reasonable manner. So if you care about being informed, if you care about democracy, if you're a reasonable person, you are, of course. Please support your source for uncensored news and views and the voice of your community. Forbes Library Outreach Delivery Service caters to residents of any age who are homebound due to short or long-term disability in Northampton, Florence, and Leeds. A volunteer will deliver your specific requests or select materials for you based on your interests. We offer books, magazines, CDs, DVDs, and puzzles. Call 413-587-1019 or sign up at ForbesLibrary.org outreach. Hey, this is Maddie, host of Planet Emo, a show that aims to bring you the newest hits and the greatest classics of emo, pop punk, post-hardcore, and all the wonderful little genres in between. 
Emo's been around for longer than you might think, and every week we'll journey through the history of the genre, talk about awesome new albums coming out, and explore the big, wide, wonderful world of emo and emo-adjacent music. Catch Planet Emo every Monday night from 10 to 11, and if that's not enough for you, we'll have an early morning replay show on Thursdays at 6 a.m. right here on Valley Free Radio. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP. 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Did I get all that right? I believe so. Yes. Excellent. Uh, honestly, I'm not talking. I'm not listening. So. <laughs> You've beaten us into submission, so we're allowing you yeah. to. I mean. <laughs> come to think of it, when I am talking, I'm not really listening because it gets in the way of the talking. So uh, we're coming sorry, back. John, right? We're going back on a different topic right, right now. We are going to start talking about IVF and how the Republicans uh, have finally caught the car. Oh, yes. Indeed. This is what happens when you don't think things through. <laughs> oh yeah. So in Alabama, um, I don't know if you guys talked about this before. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week. All right. So in Alabama, there was a case that was um, basically it is the dumbest thing that that could have happened to to raise all this up. Mm-hmm. There was an IVF or a fertility uh, fertility clinic, mm-hmm. and a few uh, and a couple couples had we're doing IVF there and someone dropped the the vials or basically dropped the embryos like somebody on the actually floor. sabotaged it was another customer another right? customer got in like like shouldn't have been allowed access got in and wound up getting into the freezer and accidentally destroying a couple you know, of I thought it was someone that worked there okay nope, nope, nope. but then then so it was a negligence lawsuit yeah. it was a civil suit it yeah. was a but then the then they were trying to sue for um like negligent homicide or something yeah so it went up to the Alabama Supreme Court and um they ruled that they could do negligent homicide which means that the um the, the 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 fetuses embryos were, they're not fetuses oh yet. sorry embryos I, see i kept messing switching those around the embryos are people apparently yes. they are full they, humans they are full humans personhood personhood and uh that has messed everything up for mm. the for the fertility industry as it were people are claiming um, dependence on their taxes I'm oh i kidding. bet <laughs> that's and gonna the, happen the Why thing not? is the thing is that you have um in ivf if nobody if someone doesn't if if anybody doesn't know uh to make sure that you can that uh someone can have a child you create multiple embryos yes. and maybe implant like six at a time just to make sure that one of them takes and then the other ones they discard them or you give them medical science or something for research or something like that um but now they're people yeah some embryos are 
are more viable. Like you can, yeah. you can examine them under a microscope and you can see some of them are, are more likely to be successfully implanted and start lead to a full pregnancy and, and wind up with a child at the end than others. So the best medical practice is to like sort through the various embryos you've created and take the most viable ones exactly. and implant a few of those in the hopes that one of them will work. <clears throat> and, uh, so now that's basically, uh, because one would be discarding the others that's mass murder yeah now. or but you can freeze them yes you can you can freeze them and and keep them in stasis forever and that's not killing them so you'd have to do that for the next indefinitely indefinitely because otherwise it's yeah. it's murder incidentally you you were the joke about like you know oh you can claim it's dependence on your taxes so here's the thing if you can find a way to to keep them cheaply enough you can be like, well, every one of these is a dependent of mine. I am claiming on my taxes. And the cost of storage. Right. I've got to pay for storage. That's paying for their upkeep. So all of the all of the costs, if you have enough of them, the costs will stay the same. It can actually become a way to profit on your taxes. Finally a way women you're claiming, can make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, still need a dude people yeah, but, well people who can get pregnant it's a well however <laughs> but it is it is uh, i'm just saying this all uh, you know aloud right now but i'm just like that is absolutely a tax dodge oh, that could work you just have like i've got ten thousand embryos all being preserved or yeah. whatever and i'm claiming each and every one of them is dependent because i don't think there's a limit on how many dependents or, you can have on your taxes or but hey, women do have an, a limited number of eggs actually for their lifetime they do yeah that's true uh, men don't have so it'll work better for dudes because we can get multiple women to contribute to it well us. but your your sperm is a little less valuable because there's so much of it available oh yeah well, no, absolutely yeah because we continually produce it but that's why whereas, but women are born with all the eggs that they get. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Um, my What I was going to say uh, is uh, adoption. Mm. Uh, can like someone just make a ton of eggs or a ton of embryos, oh, that people freeze them, them, and then say, here, take my children <laughs> and then spread um, it around? We are sick puppies today. <laughs> You know that's and this is this, hey, is, this is my is, point. This is the Republican Party's national priorities. Yeah, and I know you share them, Sue. This is exactly what <laughs> you want to see from your grand old party. Isn't is, that right? Oh yeah. my god! This is what I'm talking oh about. My this god. is what I'm talking about. And why why we are bringing these things up is because we are thinking things to the logical conf- conclusion when you make legislate. And I remember years ago, Mike saying that you. Oh. Um, you you don't like a lot of laws because you should make a law that is needed. Yeah, you shouldn't just make frivolous laws. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with me. Wow. Yeah, because it was a good point. Let's play. Very the rare. The replay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm gonna many... get out the old whiteboard and put up. I think that's my <laughs> second good point in the time we've done the show. Maybe third. He's been ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So once every five maybe, years, that sounds about right. Maybe. So <laughs> this is the logical conclusion. This is like you need to think about how the laws are going to affect everything, which is why when all these people are like embryos are babies. OK, so when uh, you're trying to have a baby and the the embryo doesn't that doesn't create life or something. Then are you a murderer or something? 
guess so. I mean, it's the same logic of like, you know, if you have a miscarriage, are you a murderer? Is, yeah. that, a, is that a dead baby? Ha, and do we need to have a there funeral? There are so many, um, there are so many Some people factors. Do. And they can. That they but don't think should about. Should they be required to? Presidential candidates like Nikki Haley. I was listening to, uh, uh, yeah. report today nikki haley like a few days ago were like embryos or babies that's not what she said well did you see tommy tuberville being asked about this and in real time like oh, oh that's tough wait, they they yeah. snipped what she said she said okay i had to do ivf mm-hmm. and me my husband and i had trouble oh okay and she said so i think those eggs are babies that's how i think about them they cut the interview she went on to say yeah. that alabama was wrong and that's right in the same quote the mm. whole thing. This time well, it wasn't a slavery she, thing. The, the next thing, the, the thing is today, the report was that she had another uh, in, interview to um, per, to, to basically clarify. clarify. Okay. And some people say pivot on her, on her thoughts about it. And she was like, I believe embryos are babies. She said that. She today? Said that, yes. And she does. Yeah, she believes that's what I'm saying. Like, but she, said. she doesn't. She doesn't agree with the Alabama decision in that there should be yeah any laws around. But what she's my saying point. Is, hang on, yeah. My right. point is, where are you? Like, well, if you think embryos are babies and you don't agree with the, but you don't agree with the the law, that's called what, faith. What, what that, does that mean? That's how faith works. Uh, no, it's. So faith, so you could have belief, a belief in things without evidence. Sure, no, no, it's belief in things, but not believing that the government or the law should intervene with family. The babies, from her perspective, That's faith belong to the family. Yeah, and they can decide what oh, to do with so it. So they're property. Well, she said that they they have to decide. But that's really that's where we get into a lot of trouble. And I had to listen to her really carefully because mm-hmm. I was shocked when the CNN first played the interview and it said, you know, I believe, you know, I did IVF and I believe they're babies. And then they played the rest of the interview and she said Alabama was wrong. But the that point the government politicians, yeah. nobody belongs in the middle of that. It's a private decision. And that's in that's in a multiple not polygamous. I was going to say polygamous. Um, <laughs> uh, society with people with different beliefs. That's kind of the construct that we have. Is that you can have your beliefs about whether you're going to heaven or hell, but but don't try and create laws around that that you force me to do something because you think there's a hell or that you think there's a heaven. Yeah, it's a very different. And we've gotten so far away from that that we jump to conclusions about people when they express what their faith is, mm-hmm. and then how they think that should work in a in a in a, I, in a world. So I, I hope I did a better job with that. I, it sounds the, like she did it again and didn't do a good job. The thing is that I see her. Tomorrow, she said so. that embryo. She believed hmm. embryos were babies. That that statement. When I, my point is that has nothing to do with what she thinks about the justices. About what the judges say. Also, she also said today in the interview um, in D.C., we shouldn't have unelected justices uh, making these decisions. They're elected. They're elected in Alabama. They're elected in Alabama. Yeah. Well, she may not know the different states. Well, she should if she's making statements. Anyway, the thing that really upsets me about this is if you think that embryos are babies— then the people in Alabama that agree with that, Nikki Haley that agrees with that, they should not be saying that the justices 
that the Alabama should make their own laws. Right. They're children. If you th- if you think and that I, you can dis- discard children, then what's wrong with you? I I think. Well, they do think you can discard children. Look at the way they're trying to uh, 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 eliminate restrictions on child labor and yeah. eliminate. Uh, you know, like yo, you no longer get mandated lunch breaks and rest yeah. breaks and whatever. Kids can work in mines. But you know, it's that, like, and she kids has, are good workers. She has said, yeah, that um, she thinks it should there should be a federal law to protect people from protect from from, from alabama no from yeah alabama. she she has and yeah. that's the confusing thing yeah. for me because like i said at the beginning they do you have any the, beliefs that the government shouldn't get involved in i mean i have to think about it something that you Probably. believe strongly but you sure but as a member of society you don't think that that should be it, it put on anyone else it do, like my like uh I'd have to think about it because like, I have a lot pork, of beliefs. You know, seafood. What? You know, I that has nothing. I'm really confused. Right now. Let, uh, let me, I think I get it. So, yes, I certainly agree. And for example, I would say the government shouldn't be making people's decisions about their sexual lives and reproductive lives and, and choices here, like here. that. Right. So, right. But the the point is that the judges in Alabama have said, uh, these fertilized human embryos are people, and if they die, it is murder. It is killing. We've got to find somebody to blame. Right. Well, yeah. Sure. But if that is the case, if one genuinely believes that, then the measures that they're talking about, like you can be prosecuted for wrongful, wrongful death and whatever— those are logical consequences of that. If you actually believe, only if you think government should intervene. No, in these things. no. So, are you saying government shouldn't intervene in any hu- to preserve human life? That no. we shouldn't make murder illegal because murder is murder. Murder is murder. No, you're taking what she's no, saying about her belief, you and are, you're extending no, it. No, 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 no. What she, were you so if she believes they're babies because she did IVF and to her they are babies, but she doesn't believe that her beliefs should infringe on yours, mm-hmm. therefore she doesn't think Alabama should do what it did, that's a perfectly fine position. We, I, I don't want to be judged. I'm a libertarian. I think, you know, you guys don't have any right to say anything about what I do with my body. And you guys probably agree with me, actually. I do. But yeah. that's the same structure. It's it's that you want to think that because she thinks it's a human being, do you think people have souls? You might say yes. No, yes. souls You don't might exist. say no. Yes. And if you think yeah. they have souls, then I could say, well, then the government should make sure your soul is protected. No. You, you can believe that people have souls without having... Any thoughts about what the government should or shouldn't do? Okay, so the the I understand what you're saying there, and that makes a lot of sense. I yeah. believe that people have souls. Now, if that if the government wants to regulate souls somehow, um, you know, and whatever with souls, I would be like, no, that's dumb. What are you doing? But they're not regular. This isn't a regulation, and this is determining that someone is a person this is determining and and, and when you That's talk why to Alabama is wrong I know I know that I know that too hold on okay. <laughs> my point is that if like if if we had a small child here and and if we had a bunch of small children here and I said they are all children 
and then I kicks them off a cliff or something. But that's okay. You'd be a Republican. I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Sadly. I would be Nikki Haley. She would. <laughs> she. Th- if you think someone is a person, then that comes along with she a lot of things. The embryos were babies. Yes. To her. To her, her babies, her, her embryos. So only her embryos were babies. To her, to her. No, there are they babies or are they not? You so can't. You're gonna, you you're can't gonna force her to have to to have to regulate other people, and yep. she's not. That's going what there. I'm. That's what I'm talking about. She shouldn't be able to do that. But if she is determining that there is a life at at risk. If that is a life at risk, and not just her, her. not just her, hold on, not just her, but people that are against abortion and things. If an embryo, if if life starts at conception and you think that is a life, but you're carving out an exception for those lives to be discarded, then you're a hypocrite. Yes. That's my point. See, I don't think you can do that to people with their religion. You shouldn't do Okay. Yes. So- Humans have this ability to emotionally invest things like stuffed animals, <laughs> you know, cars, whatever, <laughs> to, to feel like they're alive, to imbue them with personality or whatever. And it's fine. She's like, I felt like my embryos, the embryos my husband and I created were our babies. Sure, that's fine. I'm not trying to argue with Governor Haley's uh, emotional uh, investment in things. The point is, when we're trying to make laws, there there is... There are there's a moral and emotional dimension to everything humans do, sure. But laws are ultimately it's a set of principles. It's a logical construct. So when you say this is a human life, there are things you cannot do to humans. Like you can't kill them, you can't starve them, whatever, deprive them of rights. And if if you're saying like okay, and the category of humans with those rights includes embryos, even you know poorly unviable fertilized embryos in a lab, if you say those are humans, then all of the logical chains that come out of what human rights are apply to them. That is what that statement is. This is not just a statement about how she feels. This is a statement about how we should reasonably proceed and how our... Yes, this is the point. A legal statement, a political statement, a political position isn't about like... Hey, don't you love apple pie? Is, no, is an it's old beyond sick that. person is an old sick person a person? Sure. And do you think they have the right to take their own life if they don't if they if they're dying? Sure, they do. Yeah. Okay. So that's the same exact thing. The, the a decision be- I make for myself versus yeah. a decision I make about other people. The decision the parents make clearly, Nikki and her husband have discarded embryos. That's part of the process. Yes, but yeah. but by that logic, if we can do that, if the embryos are full are full babies in the same way like real human babies, why isn't infanticide her, why isn't infanticide legal? Lot, what is the logical the no, no 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 baby. what is the logical reasonable ba- basis for a law distinguishing between the two when Alabama has said there is no distinction between the two? Why? Well, that's Alabama's problem. I agree. Yeah, that's Alabama's problem. I just think that you have to be able to hold both in your mind at the same time. That people can have beliefs that they don't think the government should intervene. I, I, I agree. Yes, but then you don't make laws to, to to make things a certain way. You don't make laws. She didn't do the Alabama one. She didn't, but she's also <laughs> she's agreeing with with that. So <laughs> even if she's saying, "I don't think the law's a good idea." 
Yeah. I hope we can all live together. I do too. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's really important to not. Anyway, it, we must be at the end. We'll take this up next year. <laughs> we could take it up next week after. So uh, before we go, I just want to point out uh, next uh, Tuesday is election day for primary of uh, primaries across many of the states in this country uh, for uh, Massachusetts, including. Uh, uh, so it's too late to register to vote in Massachusetts if you haven't already. But please do get out there and vote. Um uh, the presidential primary uh, ballots, uh, I sent mine in because I wanted to send a message to President Biden about how disappointed I am with how he's been handling things in Gaza. I voted none of the above. You know, Please vote whoever you're voting for. Right. It's really important. Like, like the folks in Michigan, I wanted to send that message. So uh, that is the thing you can do. Next Tuesday be the time to do it if you agree with me. Or, or some other way, if perhaps you think I'm full of crap. As Anyway, we got to wrap it up here. So that's going to do it tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Sue, Jamra, thanks for doing the show with me. Um, coming up next, uh, we got some music followed by Subculture at 8, Table of Contents at 10, OK Asia at midnight. Uh, podcast, this is going out over the weekend, and we got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at 4. So listen to us all over the, to- all over the place all the time. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.